Welcome back, everyone, to the Horror Shed Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jaron. We have with us in the top uh, left corner today, South Jersey Jason. As you can see, we have two guests below. We'll get into that in a minute. Brian, our first filming locations was a success. Yeah, you know, um, I had a feeling it would it would get the views because we started off with a very good franchise and uh for the first day it blew my blew my expectations away i was very excited we got good feedback uh of course you know it was our first one so we learned from the first to improve on the better and uh we had a fun day oh we did definitely yeah. a fun day it was a hot day for me <laughs> i think it took us longer to edit it than it took us to fucking shoot it yeah yeah you know uh we were i think we were shooting from like about 11 30 to about four so yeah but we got a nice little half an hour footage and you know i want to thank everyone who watched it on our channel and you know we got a lot of like i said great feedback nice comments and uh a lot of new subscribers as well yeah you guys thank you so much for the reach uh me and brian are already in talks for our next one we're, we're gonna keep that a secret but uh we got some crazy shit coming up but let's get into this interview. I don't want to keep these guys waiting all night as we gush over our fans. <laughs> <laughs> so on today's episode, we have two guests from the forthcoming film Labor Day. Can't wait till tomorrow when we go to Nick's house for that Labor Day party. Hey guys. They're both dead. How did they do that? I don't know. I wasn't there. Please welcome Nick and Taylor. How are you guys doing? I am well, thank you. And thank Very you for having us. Yeah, thanks for being on. Uh, so be before we discuss your movie, we want to know a little bit more about yourselves. Where are you from? Is this your first film? What inspired you to get into this field? So we'll start with you first, Nick. Yeah, so I'm originally from uh, the Doylestown area. Uh, pretty much grew up there. I recently have moved south a little bit to Yardley, so I'm closer to Philly and train line up to New York. Um, I've been making movies like my whole life, basically, or a large portion of my life. My dad gave me like a special camera. It's called the Intel Play, so you could film on the camera and then upload to the computer and add special effects. So that was. I don't know how old I was, maybe around 11, 10 or 11. And since then, I've been kind of making movies since. I went to Penn State uh, to take film and video. And I got work like right away in the area. And I was an assistant director on this movie called um, Blind Visions, uh, which is like a horror thriller. Uh, I don't know if it's it exists still because <laughs> the guy who made it was like a doctor at a at a hospital for a long time. Uh, who decided to make a movie and hey, God bless him, right? But at the same time, me and the DP had to like show him how to direct. And, <laughs> um, yeah, so then I got that gig and worked as like this sketch comedy producer because I did sketch comedy while I was at Penn State. I ran the the club that did it. Um, it's called The Valley. A lot of the videos are still on YouTube now. Um, and I ran that club for a year. I was part of it for two years and ran it for one year. Um, and then I got other work outside of school and then it dried up and recently just decided, you know what, I've been trying to get a part of projects for a while, never worked out. Uh, but now, and then I just decided, you know what, I'm, I'm diving in, making it myself. And so far it's been good. <laughs> so is um, film like, is this your main gig or is this more like a side passion you're doing where you have a regular nine to five? Yeah. I got a regular nine to five Yeah, okay. or in my case, uh, seven to four. 
Okay. <laughs> but it's, uh, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, I don't necessarily need to be making big Hollywood produced stuff, but, you know, my dream is to be able to make movies and have that be my source of income. I right. Don't know ever happen, but, you know, I'm definitely enjoying myself right now. So I'm just kind of taking it and see it where, see where it goes. Yeah. And you know what? Um, if anything, Terrifier 2 proved to big time Hollywood that you don't need millions of dollars to make a fun, great movie. I think yeah. I think we're going to see an influx of indie movies coming to theatrical, you know, releases, which, you know, and I support the indies because to me, they're they're like like the way Mike, my friend, he loves college football. He doesn't like professional because he feels the college players play for they play with heart. NFL players play for the money. You know, college so. players are paid now, right? Yeah. <laughs> are they really? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to have to talk to him about his uh, his feelings. Then <laughs> I don't follow sports, as you can see. So anyway, okay, we'll say high school. We'll say high perfect. School. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Taylor? Now you had showed us some really cool artwork, which we'll get to in a little bit. So what about you? Is this your first film? Uh, talk about art and going to art school. Um, this isn't my first film. I went to art school uh, and film school. So I have a fine arts degree and um, a bachelor's in radio, television, and film. Okay. Um, and I've worked on a couple... The, most of the projects I work on are kind of smaller, like these, like short film. Uh, short films, plural. And um, most of the time, it's just uh, a buddy from college texting me, just being like, "Hey, we're doing this thing at uh, uh, like in on this date at this time. Do you want to come and do X, Y, and Z for us?" And I'm just like, "Hell yeah, yeah, please, <laughs> please, I would love to. I'm dying here." Like, what do you like more, um, the filmmaking aspect or art? Oh, it's like all the same to me. Okay. Kind of. It's because uh, I, I don't get all like artsy, fartsy, but like filming is art. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. And um, like I, I find um, joy in all aspects of it, whether it's writing or directing or acting or um, making props or doing music i've I've done a lot i have my resume is is very full very nice <laughs> and where did you go to school um i funny enough uh nick and i like live in the same town okay um and uh, i went to community college at, at bucks community college okay um where i got my fine arts degree and then i transferred to rowan university in new jersey and then got my film degree there okay right up the street from jared right jared yeah not too far yeah very nice all right awesome so did you guys go to high school together is that how you knew each other no now we met um when i was doing auditions um taylor was my first audition and it was a, it was a good audition um but he just got beat out but we but he said that he wanted you know to be a part any way he could and i'm like okay yeah on the crew for sure and taylor popped right on board and has been really solid ever since that's nice to hear <laughs> <laughs> well it's true <laughs> so labor day is a horror movie growing up what or who inspired you to become a filmmaker well, Labor Day is more of a horror spoof. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, there's definitely a lot of slasher influence because it is a, a slasher film, but it's more poking fun at some of the some of the the bad that has come out from slasher. Um, and you know, we all love it, but you know, we all know there's some not great ones out there. So we're kind of poking fun at that and. Um, inspired me uh it was it's just been a variety i just always enjoyed movies and you know making them um 
you know, I really love John Carpenter. I love a different variety of directors, not just horror. Um, and John Carpenter obviously is one, uh, always loved John Woo movies. Um, I've loved his stuff. Um, let's see who else. I mean, there's a lot of directors that I love, you know, Ridley Scott. Um, trying to think of the. T- I mean, Wes Craven. Yeah. Big one. Uh, and I'm just trying to think. Not Sean S. Cunningham, right? Because he sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy. I've met him. No, I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty cool. I mean, he's not a he's more of a producer kind of guy. So yeah, it, you yeah, know, yeah. him directing something if it feels off, that's why. <laughs> yeah, anytime like, I get feels poke, more like a teleplay. Anytime I can poke at Friday the Thirteenth, I will. <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor, um, so are you more? Do you enjoy being more in front of the camera or behind the camera? Oh God, that's like Sophie's choice for me. Um, <laughs> um God, I don't really know. I would want to say, like, it depends on what the project is. Okay. Because so, if it's something, if if it's something like interesting that I'm doing mm-hmm. behind the camera, and if someone is just kind of like, "Hey, we need somebody to." come to set we we're missing an actor who wants to pop in i will most of the time be like yeah i'll I'll do it um but but um it it really depends like i I do like being in front of a camera and just kind of like making entertaining people and making people laugh gotcha but was this something like you like grew up as a child like you would put on like a little plays for your family i not I liked making my friends laugh. Okay. Um, I think that was like the biggest thing. And I kind of like started gravitating a lot towards like stand up comedy. Okay. So who was your comedic role model that you inspired to be like? Um, probably my earliest comedic role model is probably uh John Stewart from The Daily Show. Okay. All right, nice. You know, my early comedic role models, you know, I would get, you know canceled because i grew up rodney dangerfield andrew dice clay sam kennison so <laughs> i mean george those carlin. are all like still great co- oh i love george carlin yeah. um like, did you see andrew dice clay in a star is born no no oh he played lady gaga's dad okay okay <laughs> i think he got nominated for a uh, best supporting actor oscar oh, wow you know it's funny <laughs> he was really good um, in it when I used to manage a gym down in um, Egg Harbor Township, he had a show in Atlantic City, and he came into the gym with his son to work out. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> I was, like, like stunned because I wasn't ex- – usually, like, their agents will call ahead of time. And he just popped in, and I was like, whoa, it's the Dice Man. <laughs> All right, so talk to us about um, Labor Day. Where did this idea for the story come from? So Labor Day was originally something I had made with my friends about, it's crazy to think, 11 years ago at this point, because we were in college when we made it. And we just, you know, me and my friends made movies for fun. And the story itself, um, we all love slashers. So we were like, okay, let's make fun of a holiday because a lot of them, you know, especially in the early eighties were holiday themed Mm -hmm. or surrounded a holiday. So we're like, Oh, what's one that nobody celebrates a labor day. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, So we just kind of came up with the generic um, people bully the weird kid. And then the weird kid or someone they think is the weird kid comes for revenge type of plot and that's what we we went with um and i did and the reason why i remade it um was my distributor is uh retro release video um you can look at you know he has an instagram page and he sell and his website and he sells new licensed vhs tapes and i've met him through um the vhs fest in lehighton uh, at the Mahoning drive-in and uh, him and I kind of became friends and I just, he was willing to distribute the original one because he loved it and he thought it was hysterical. And uh, I talked to my friends about it because I wanted to get their permission and none of them wanted any part of it. 
Uh, they didn't want it to be distributed at all. So when, and I was kind of in a rut creatively at that point, this is my long period of not working. And it just, you know, I was trying to, like I, I was trying to get a part of other indie projects and they never worked out. And it just kind of clicked with me. Like, I want to just remake it. Why don't I just make it? And I ran an Indiegogo, which was successful and got the funding that I needed to make it. And, um, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was that. And it's pretty, and it's almost done. So Indiegogo's can be hit or miss. So I didn't know that this was, this is actually one of the questions going down the line, but we'll, oh, okay. we'll do it now. Um, Sorry, I answered it early. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You're a mind reader. Uh, so was it, so it was successful. Did it blow your mind away with what you made as your goal? Like, did you, you reached your goal and did it go past your goal? So short answer yes not on the website because i asked a lot of people that i knew on facebook from a long time ago and so and a lot of them did respond um and contributed and to all of you who did thank you and you'll receive your credits <laughs> once it's once it's out um i also asked some friends and family outside of it and some former co-workers that i in my last job they contributed. So I, I had like a combo between Indiegogo and cash. And um, so I overall, yeah, it was a sex. I didn't hit it on the website, but outside of that, with the combination, I definitely surpassed my goal and I'm incredibly thankful and, and grateful for it. Um, so it's, it's been very nice. Yeah. It's been, it's been great so far. Good. Great. It's good to hear. Uh, Jared, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> The wife's away. I was making sure she didn't text me. She oh, tonight's her uh, two week going away party. Yeah, right? Cinco de Mayo and all that. <laughs> so Nick, you were or it should be wear many hats. <laughs> you wear many hats in the making of this movie. You were the writer, director, editor, and actor. Talk to us yeah. about all the challenges of having so many roles. Yeah, uh, it definitely was a, a learning experience. I mean, I've done it so many times in the past with, you know, making movies with my friends and then doing um, uh, The Valley at Penn State. Um, but we just either had a super basic setup or no setup at all, where it was just us and the camera and we made sure all the lights in the room were on. Um, and even then it was kind of a challenge. And I forgot how challenging just doing that was. Now add in all the equipment and setting up the shot more properly. And um, one thing that made it extra tough was I shot it on video, on videotape. Um, yeah, it is. it was not shot digitally. Um, so that added a whole nother dimension. That was more of an editing challenge, um, which I'll get into in a second. Um, but yeah, getting behind the camera, making sure I like the shot and then getting in front, to perform and i love performing with the actors but it it was definitely uh, a bit of a strain and then also checking the time you know make sure we were good on time and everything because we taylor you remember we filmed that saturday right before the tornado um mm. right came before down. it started hailing hailing <laughs> golf balls yeah oh um, so we were able to get that get what we need we didn't even finish what we need i mean they some of the you know what we needed next they came in the next day and we finished it up but it was meant to be the last day but it wasn't so that um i mean i kind of prepared in case because we filmed mainly over three days and then i said it might need a fourth which we did need because of due to weather concerns um weather concerns that may have killed us <laughs> had we continued but um insane, insane weather yeah um but it, it was definitely something I learned for the future to not be either not be in the movie as much or not be in it at all. Because when I had to direct certain scenes that I wasn't in, made it a lot easier. But when I was there and I'm in the movie a lot, it was it was definitely difficult, um, uh, which presented and editing challenges with the video, um, uploading it. It's all uploading as one file. Like, cause you know, with digital, it's all clipped for you where you cut and blah, blah, blah. So I had to try and sync audio that Taylor was recording with this tape. And I had to 
cut it, you know, these huge hour long files individually. Hmm. Um, so that was, that was a fun experience. <laughs> um, Cause I, you know, I always wanted to be as authentic as I could be with the, you know, the eighties and shot on video, that old school method. And I was like, Oh, this will be a fun experiment for me to do in the future. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to do it in the future yeah. <laughs> really hard uh, and not that fun. Um, do I regret doing it? No, I'm glad I did it, especially for this project. But like, you know, cause it, if there's the, the, the hardcore eighties, I wasn't born in the eighties, but the hardcore eighties lover me is like, Oh, Nick, you got to shoot it on tape. But then the practical, smart part of my brain is like, no, that was hell. Don't do that again. So um, it was, it's, that was definitely a difficult aspect to it. And it has more of a, the movie has more of a homemade feel. I mean, a lot of those shot on video movies did anyway, but this one, I I tried to kind of blur the line between well-produced and homemade. And it's leaning a little more homemade than I initially wanted, but it it actually works because the movie is, it, it is turning out, other than that, it's turning out the way I wanted it to. Yes. So, so you kind of answered one of our upcoming questions. So I'll just add on to <laughs> Sorry. it. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's that's okay. Time and I'm just answering. So him. if I got this correct, you shot on film, but you converted no, video. Video. Did you convert it to digital or did you edit on video? Well, I edited it through Premiere. Um, okay. On my old, but I did it on an older version of Premiere on my older Mac. So it's, you know, it's not trying to up convert too much. Right. Um, so it was a little easier to keep it in. It's four by three. Cause as much as I enjoy editing on premiere and mm-hmm. on Mac, it's just, it's what I know. Cause I was right. growing, you know, but even before going to school for it, I was editing on Mac. Right. Um, so that's how I keep it. But sometimes Macs have a tendency to just switch things up on you. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, without yeah. without asking ahead of time. Because so I just wanted to because I was going to say, sorry to cut you off. I was going to say is when I was in a film class in high school, I remember the old editing machines, you know, with VHS, and yeah. that was that was challenging to edit. So yeah. I was just wondering if that's how you did it. But all right, um, all right. So we're going to shift over to Taylor. You serve as an associate producer of the film. What other contributions did you make with the filming of the movie? Um, I was mostly on sound. Okay. Um, what else did I do, Nick? <laughs> you made the the poster or the official, oh yeah yeah the official poster. Our our, our beautiful beautiful I poster. Like, I like that. Nice. Now is that like hand drawn or did you do like a digital? drawing and print it out oh no this is this is all hand done nice Boy, I'm, I'm an old school gotcha kind of okay. guy. how long did it uh, take you to uh put that together um longer than i wanted <laughs> <laughs> um uh i think i have a tendency to sometimes get burnt out on like those kinds of projects but then also like life gets in the way mm-hmm. so i was just constantly like Oh my god, I have so much like shit to get done today. When am I going to be able to work on the poster? Or am I going to be work on be able to work on the poster today or whatever day it it was? And it was. I mean, I'm. It's done. It's done. There you go. So you did sound. You did the artwork. Anything else? Like, uh, are you a victim? Uh... No, I worked. Said... A little, uh, I helped a little bit with the special effects. Okay. Oh, okay. Very nice. Very, very cool. So you you're into the you do like um like the gore, I guess you would say, or the practical. Yeah, effects. I have. I've been on productions where I've worked as like anything from like a PA to a set design person to like a makeup effects artist. Very or nice. Hair and makeup yes. wardrobe. So that will lead into Jared's next question for you. Uh, yeah. Uh, Taylor, have you worked on any other films prior to Labor Day? <laughs> um, quite a few. Um, I kind of, I can't exactly pull up my resume, but um, <clears throat> yeah. What would you like to know? <laughs> like, what other types of films? Like, were they all different types of genres? Uh, oh yeah. Um, I've worked on a bunch of films that span multiple 
genres. I mean, the, I was just doing one a couple of days ago, which was like a romantic comedy okay. short film. And um, funny enough, um, one of the people who was working on that, uh, she uh, worked on the uh, uh, set of Terrifier 2. Oh, okay. Um, her name's Britt. I forget her last name, but she did a lot of the uh, graphic design work. She did a lot of like the posters in Sienna's room. Oh, nice. Um, she did a lot of like like newspaper articles and stuff. And then she also played the... A stewardess that gets shot in the dream sequence you know it's funny you say that uh there was a young gentleman that i met at the horror show side market i think his name was friend cisco no peter i forget uh i just started following him because he's making uh an indie film called pretty face and he was in the dream sequence in terrifier he was on the swing the swing set um and he got yeah and he yeah he i looked at his photos um he had on his instagram page he had like behind the scene photos and there was a video of um behind the scenes of art with the machine gun shooting him it was really cool he it took like a couple days to film that scene but it's like small small world uh you might have met him um nick uh he came towards the end of the day he i remember he was wearing like green athletic shorts and I think maybe a white shirt. Does that ring him? Does that sound familiar? No. No? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, he came in like around like two, three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not calling you a liar. I just, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just have a really good memory. So. All right. Be nice. <laughs> I, have a, I have a good long term, but not like short term. Like yesterday we did yesterday. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So, what did you have for breakfast? I don't eat breakfast, so. all right so um nick how did you find the actors for the film did you use like backstage.com or uh, i guess the 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 first film was your friends but you had to remake it so how how did you come across the actors um so i use film.org okay Um, yeah for anyone out there who doesn't know it's a website uh it's philadelphia based where you can post uh, any sort of job for movies uh, or apply for any job for movies that are, you know, posted on there. Some are paid, some are not. Um, and which they tell you ahead of time. And I put a post out there and I got a lot of submissions, nice. which I was very happy for, but I said yes to pretty much anyone who wanted to audition. And that turned out to be a bit much for me. So I think in the future, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm thankful for anyone who, uh, you know, responds, of course, but it was just, it was too much. And I had to, so I think next time I'm going to have to dial it back. And, you know, like as soon as someone would um, email me or as soon as I would see an email, I'd respond like immediately, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when I'm looking to do it. When are you available? Hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and I did it through Zoom. So I didn't have to worry about, you know, going to some you know, trying to rent out a room or something somewhere and a CD apartment with that casting couch. Exactly. <laughs> as much as I wanted to, it, it, it <laughs> I was about to say, that's my kind of game. What are we doing here? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but no, it just, it made it, you know, so much easier. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been a part of other auditioning processes where you're there live and that's is the best way to do it, but yeah. it's the steps to, of doing it and getting there. Um, you just eliminate that entirely and doing it through zoom um, helped tremendously for sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in your position because I don't like hurting people's feelings and <laughs> you know, it's, it's tough because these people are auditioning and I don't like to be rejected. So I, I just, I couldn't imagine like being an actor or someone of that type and being like, Nope, this is like, it just reminds me of, um, Back to the future when you know what do they say i'm not good enough or i just don't have it you know so like i just can't handle that type of re- rejection so <laughs> sorry that's my little monologue from back to the future all right all right yeah, yeah it um <laughs> no it definitely 
yeah, I mean, you, there were some people that I was definitely like, oh, I'm not to say no to this guy or mm-hmm. this per- this woman or whatever. Yeah, uh, but it, um, yeah, there were some that I knew right away. I'm like, this ain't gonna work. But I, I would still let them finish the audition, and then I just, you know, I would email them. That was the nice thing. I I never said <laughs> I didn't say no to anyone's face. I would yeah let them finish, and then you know give them give them the time because I yeah said I would. You know, I want to be good on my word. Mm-hmm. Or as, as good on my word as I possibly can. I don't like to, yeah. I don't like, you know, cause some people will say one thing and do the other. I don't want, oh, I don't yeah, want for to, sure. to do that. So, you know, I let them all, you know, finish. And then, you know, a lot of them I knew, or some people I knew right away. Some was a toss up. Cause there were a, a number of, there were a number of tough decisions, a uh, number of people that I didn't want to say no to, but I just eventually I had to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Taylor was probably one of my finalists for, uh, one of the characters. I don't know if I ever told you that. Well, no, um, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so you rejected Taylor, but you're I did. Saying, okay, but you know he was good enough to do other things, so it wasn't a yeah. total rejection. But if you in a future movie you make, and I'm going to say this: if you ever need an extra in a diner scene, Jesus for Christ, guy, for a guy that holds a coffee mug, I'm your guy. Okay, so, that was my claim to fame. I was in a fan film and. I got the whole. I could do his whole scene. <laughs> it was like my two seconds of. Fame. Oh wait, wait! I'm sorry, I forgot the prop. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> was it a, a Friday the Thirteenth fan film? It or? was. Yeah. His name was Jason. My friend um, Dave's film. It's a really good movie. I'll give them all credit. Thank you, Jared. And he's not just saying that because he's my friend. He liked it. So okay, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. If you you know are a fan of. The earlier Friday the Thirteenth, you know, like from one through four, you'll yeah. like this because it's set between the original and part two, so it's still Saxon <coughs> Jason. So it's, okay, yeah, and it's, there's my, good my there's favorite good, Jason. Oh yeah, nice, yeah. very nice. My, yeah, he's, that's my part two is my favorite Friday movie. Very nice, and it actually just celebrated its anniversary. So, um, you know, it's um has really good character development. So when the actors die you do feel bad for them you know like in today's horror movies there's no character development you're like whatever so yeah um, everyone's like you either have a horror movie that has like really like good character development and you're just like oh man this is a really good movie mm -hmm. or it's just like everybody's an asshole and i want to see them die yeah it's not fun like right yeah like in the friday 13th reboot i hated every character (laughs) except for clay the main and um the not final girl and then that was it jenna Um, what was her name jenna jenna yeah you know and it's funny because i was just on my other podcast and we were reviewing the remake of the crazies and um daniel pennebecker was in that and i'm like they did her wrong they killed her in 2009 in the reboot and then one year later in the crazy is like the girl can't doesn't have any luck in horror movies um <laughs> so so labor day is it a short or a full film it, it's a short um okay. it, it's so right now without because i still i basically it's almost done all i have left to do is is add the end credit scene okay the end credits um but yeah right now without that it's 23 minutes long okay. so probably add a few minutes to that. Um, I mean, there was some stuff that I ended up having to cut out, but overall um, it's what I wanted. So it, I mean, I'm happy with it. I'm really happy with it. And I, and I did actually, I recently, my, my, I did show uh, a beta version to my friends who were in the original labor not too long ago. And they said they really liked it and they, they thought it was funny. And, and I kept a lot of, the original in the new one because we just kind of improved it and we would you know improv some pretty or at least what we think are pretty is pretty funny shit so we'll i kept a lot of that in the new one um so like they'll whenever a, a certain line is said or certain action is done they would go ah there it is like the the leo dicaprio meme from uh, oh yeah yeah what's upon called? a time in hollywood yeah once upon a time in hollywood yeah. where is it hey with this yeah <laughs> they would you know kind of do that yeah so um no it was it 
yeah, they were happy with it. They liked it. I liked it. I just had to clean certain things up. Um, right. It was more technical stuff, okay. uh, which, you know, again, with video makes it a bit harder, but you know, it overall, I'm, I'm happy with it. And it's, you know, more about the, the fun, it's more fun, more about the fun and jokes than all the, the technicality. Cause you know, I was going to film school and you get, you train your eye to look for mm-hmm. mistakes almost. Um, it's not that it's filled with, it's not like mistake filled or anything. It's just, it's, it's more about the ha ha's yeah. than it is. Oh, that, that lighting angles. Well, I, the light, but where, where, where's that light coming from? Oh, that's weird. Oh, it, what about the, the sun's it, it, it different? You know, you don't got to worry about that. Nice. So uh, Jared, we can skip to uh, number 10 and 11. And go to Did I answer another one? <laughs> <laughs> well, from previous. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, number 12. What is your plan for the release of Labor Day? Will you submit it to film festivals? Where can our thousands of listeners watch it? <laughs> um, well, I, I'd say, yeah, I am going to enter into some film festivals. Um, I know one for sure will be the New Jersey Horror Con Film Festival. I'm definitely going to enter it there. So I'm hoping they'll show it. Um, hopefully they'll understand it's... <laughs> You know, a comic. I, I've never seen any. They, they've they've done um like there was a movie called Human Hibachi, which is <laughs> like a horror comedy. So they have like different like I know they do like shorts. They do feature length. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. If they have like horror com. I mean, Human Hibachi. When you think about it, it sounds like a comedy. You know, yeah. I've never seen it, but um, those guys blew up after. They were, I think they won for the short that year and then they oh. went on to make another one. But um yeah, it's a good it's a good place to start. New Jersey. I support Ryan Scott Weber. So mm-hmm. very, very, very nice. Um yeah, I met him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, very nice. Now, uh, do you plan to release it on YouTube or are you trying to go like another route? So right now I'm gonna try and do um physical copies because I'm okay. I have to make a bunch for my uh, you know, all the contributors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like especially through Forrest, he like I said, he sells VHS tapes. So he's going to be mainly selling the tapes. When I mean, I'm hoping, hopefully they'll be done in June. Um, hopefully, yeah, I'd say by June is okay. when it's going to be released out into the public. Um, I mean, will I put it on YouTube? Yeah, probably at some but point. After, I just want to yeah. see. Yeah, I just want to see how well it. Does. I mean, because yeah, I know I should probably just put it out for free, but I want to see if I can get any physical attention first physical copy yeah, absolutely or just putting it out for so YouTube. other than the contributors how can like someone myself who is late to the game how can we attain a copy is it just going to be at the horror conventions or is there a website we can order it from so i'm like i said so retro release video.com will definitely have the vhs copies okay um now in terms of dvd and blu-ray um I'm not sure yet. I don't know if me and retro are going to do it through there. Cause I, we worked out a kind of a weird deal that I'm not going to get into too much, but mm-hmm. it's kind of unique. Cause we're just, we're experimenting. This is, we're, okay. we're both trying this, but this is something they want. He wanted to do for a while, but he just doesn't have the time. So he's kind of doing it through me to have his first original movie. So it's, it's, it's considered a retro release video production. Okay. Um, as opposed to my own. Right. Um, so because we're both just trying to get the ball rolling and see how mm-hmm. it goes. Um, so I, like I said, I know VHS tapes will be there for sure. But my Instagram um, page, Labor Day Film 93, um, will definitely keep people updated on. I know it will be available. I'm just not sure what format, whether I'm just going to try through eBay or if Forrest is going to post it on his site or we work out some weird deal. Right. Uh, so, and I work on it through some deal um on his site uh so that is that okay. i know there was a little <laughs> bit of a run-on statement there but that's um yeah so if you follow my instagram page there or my own nj evanike um n-j-e-v-a-n-y-k-e um you'll find updates there as well okay all right so nick you were a vendor at the uh, horror show side market back in april I believe this was your first time being a vendor. What were the items that your second, second time? time? Okay. Yeah. What 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 were you selling and what how was your experience? 
Um, so I mainly sold uh, VHS tapes. I have a bunch of them, like a ton of them that I'm sorting through. I acquired a whole lot through he had a famous um, Instagram page, uh, the wall of VHS where he had from wall to almost ceiling all throughout his apartment, VHS tapes, but he had to liquidate a bunch of them for reasons I'm not going to get into, but he had to liquidate a whole bunch of them. And I went to visit him and I visited him a couple times before. Um, and he sold me a lot cheap on the dollar and I'm going through, and I can only keep a certain amount like this wall behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is this isn't my complete collect. This is my DVDs and VHS. Okay, VHS ones. I'm starting to pare down my DVDs. I have my Blu-ray one upstairs. Um, so I'm expanding my VHS collect or allowing to keep the VHS collection a little bit more. But I have a ton that I have to sift through and decide. Okay, do I want to keep this? Do I want to sell it? Um, so at the con or at the the Porsche market, I was selling that, and I was uh, selling. Uh, pre-orders for labor day which i got none but i uh did sell a poster so okay. that was, so i had like a, a promo poster um that i was selling and i had a bunch signed by the whole cast um and yeah i'll be selling posters too um so yeah right so uh earlier you talked about like a vhs fest at the mahoning is that like a um like a VHS flea market at the drive-in? Essentially, yeah. Okay. Um, and a lot of all the pretty much all the vendors are selling tapes. Some have tons, some have just a few and are to sell with whatever art they're selling. Okay. Um, so me and Retro are gonna sell copies there for sure. Okay. Now is that like that's so that's an annual thing they do? Yeah. Um okay. they usually do it around July. Okay. Um, that's what they're doing it again this year um i love the mahoning it's great it, i haven't been and it's only like 40 minutes from me so yeah you should definitely go i mean yeah I'm, they're doing a terminator 2 terminator 1 and 2 um in june i forget which weekend i gotta look in it but it's something i would like to see but definitely i do it's on my list to do because i'm new to the area so i'm going to ask each of you guys a, a same question mm-hmm. we'll go with taylor first all right so taylor are you a collector of memorabilia or anything? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So say there's an emergency in your house. What is the thing you are going to grab before you leave that house? Uh, just one thing. <laughs> well, you only have time for one thing. Yep. Um. Yeah. Um, probably this. And what is that? I can't see that. Hannibal? Uh, signed uh, oh. season one copy of Hannibal by Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, how was he? Mikkelsen? Him. Was he a cool guy? I He he entered the room and like the air changed. Like, like <laughs> that is the, the man exudes like raw sex appeal <laughs> in like ways that you would never be able to imagine. That's funny. He Locked was a great Hannibal. Yeah, I walked up to him and he started talking. I was immediately like, oh my God. <laughs> nice. And where my was that? Was that at Monster Mania? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was back in like 20. It was, I think it was summer 2014. They just finished airing like season two, I think. Okay. Very, very cool. What about you, Nick? What's the one thing you're going to grab? <sighs> so I'm torn between, I have, uh, I don't, I didn't bring them down with me, but I have one. So there's two posters and I can't decide between the two. One is um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, which might be my favorite, which is probably my favorite. And it's signed by almost the entire cast. Oh, nice. Who who are you missing? I mean, so Robert England is the main. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to get his whatever because he's I think he just sells, you know, he'll you can mail stuff. Yes. To him online. So I'm just going to do that. Yeah, I, I love meeting. I, I love talking to him, but it's. You got to wait like eight hours <laughs> to meet him at, no matter where he goes. So I'm just going to save time by doing that. But obviously the main two people are the ones that never do cons, which are Patricia Arquette and yeah. Lawrence Fish or Larry Fishburne. <laughs> is it Larry this week or is it Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly Lawrence. But the, yeah, that was when he was 
still Larry. Um, right, right. So the, really just those two. Okay. And the one main male doctor. Oh, um, right, right. Yeah. But everyone else, like I got all the kids. Nice. Um, Who's your favorite uh, dream warrior? <sighs> My favorite? I mean, Jennifer Rubin is pretty cool to look at for multiple reasons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Nancy. Nancy, yeah, she's... <laughs> Jared's favorite was the wizard master. No, it fucking wasn't. (laughs) Dude, I just watched that episode earlier when I was sitting here working on the the next. Oh, I almost gave up our next project. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's what happens when you get up at four in the morning to sign kids up for summer camp. But Mm. uh, I was just watching that episode where I was bitching about Will. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, so I'm torn between that or. I'd say maybe I have like a generic Friday the 13th poster. It's like the, the hockey mask over the lake. Okay. Signed by most of the actors who played Jason, including uh, Steve Dat. Is it Steve Dash? Mm-hmm. Yep. Part Dash two, yeah. And Ted White. Daskowitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daskowitz yeah, is his full name. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's, do you have Richard Brooker on her by any chance? I don't. I was okay. a little late to that party, unfortunately. Yeah, me too. I'm missing. Yeah. I'm missing him, Ari, well, Ari and Ken Kersinger. Kersinger, yeah. 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 So those, I mean, those two I can obviously get at some point, but yeah, because those guys are no longer with us. Yeah. Um, that might be the one. Um, also another time I've Clyde, Clyde Barker signed Hellraiser poster. So that's oh, nice. That's pretty cool. I met, and I met him and he was very sweet, but you can tell he's sadly looked like he's on his way out. Yeah. He doesn't look too good. Yeah, unfortunately. I, I hope you know. I wish him the best, and I, you know, I hope he can you know live. A long well, you know, it's a sh- it's a sad because the people that we grew up with, they're aging out. So unfortunately, yeah, that was that was something I was going to kind of mention too. Is that it's crazy at cons how the prices. I mean, they all, they were going to go up anyway, but they really went up in the past couple of years, and I think COVID and inflation contributed to that. But it's just you'd think like. With some of the actors that are charging forty bucks, like who's gonna who's gonna do that? And then you see they have a, a, a real line. I'm like, because not only are the prices going up, the lines are getting longer. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Um, you know, with as as many conventions as Kane Hodder does, his line's still long, but yeah. everyone loves him. You know, because he's, he's at every player. con that's the, out there, and yet the yeah. oh, and he's things. he's banking too. Let me tell you, that guy is banking. Um, I wouldn't mind that. Really fun to talk to. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and he doesn't. Cho- I don't think he chokes people anymore, but he choked me and I was not expecting that grip. Um, uh-huh. When I started going to cons like back in 2012, yeah, 2012, I could go with 100 bucks and get like five autographs. Now, 100 bucks can barely get you one autograph. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Depending on depends who. who it is. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. You usually can get about two, two and a half, but it's. Uh... No, I, I think I did get he didn't choke me, but he did put his hand up to my throat. So okay. starting to loosen the grip. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But yeah, he was funny. I was wearing um um like retro Philadelphia Eagles gear. Oh nice. Okay. Apparently uh a uh New England Patriots fan. Is he really? Point. And yeah, this is like right after um we the beat them gate? in the Super Bowl. Okay. okay. So he was <laughs> he was having he was having fun. He was like Oh, Eagles fan, and I'm like, you know, you're in Cherry Hill, like we're right across the river from Philly, right? <laughs> but now he was, he was great to me. Are you going? You look, you're going to say something, Jared? No, I thought you were about to say something. Yeah, CJ Graham's a Raiders fan too. So, <laughs> oh, okay, met him. Oh yeah, yeah he's CJ's a CJ's a great guy. CJ's yeah. a really nice guy. Um, most of them are. I've never had a negative experience. You know the one thing that irritates me uh, with Ari Lehman? He signed in hockey mask. Ari, you didn't wear a hockey mask. Stop signing <laughs> hockey mask. Sign other things, but not a hockey mask. So are there any cons that you guys are looking forward to? Like, did you see who Monster Mania just announced and crashed her website? Yeah. <laughs> who did? Who, what? what? Uh, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. They announced him Wednesday. Again? Do, do they... No, he's never done Monster Mania before. Oh, I feel like he has. I feel like he has too. He's done other cons, but he's done other cons, but not Monster Mania. Mm. But they usually so, say first Monster Mania. It didn't say that for the Keith. Oh, Sony. really? Yeah. Hmm. 
Maybe um, Taylor's right. Maybe he did do them in the past, but but yeah, it once he was announced, their website crashed. So and then they announced Lou Diamond Phillips like the next day. So it's, Jason I Patrick's going to be there. Jason Patrick's going to be there. Um, I think one of the other vampires. So Billy Worth, I mean, yeah, Billy Worth. It'd be great if they could get um, uh, Alex Winter. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, and well, it's a 20th anniversary. anniversary. They might spend a little more, go a little more. I mean, if you're going to do Lost Boys, you got to get my man Feldman in there. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, Alex Story. Winter was at um, um, was it Monster Palooza? Mad, Mad Monster Party back in okay. February in North Carolina. I w- I worked on a short film that my friend submitted to their their festival, and okay. we basically just kind of got a couple of us together and drove down there for the you know like steel city uh saturday and sunday steel city made an announcement that they're they have someone coming it's their first convention ever and it's an oscar winner so it has the the fans perplexed (laughs) (laughs) well apparently steel city (laughs) steel city made a comment about the Kiefer sutherland appearance because someone posted it, uh, the Monster Mania announcement in the Steel City fan group page. And Steel City's, uh, what was the comment? I wouldn't go running down to New Jersey so quick. <laughs> but Man, I, I think it... I was right on that post. Because I think Keith is going to Steel City. Right, um, but I don't think they were trying to be dicks. I think they were trying to hint towards who was coming. Mania diehard. Oh my god, panties in a bunch. Jesus, (laughs) all their little peenies were going hard. (laughs) God, um, yeah, you know, I just, I just, you know, conventions are a business, Yeah. yeah, and they're there to make money. And I get it, you have your loyal you know loyalties you're loyal to monster mania or you're loyal to steel city or nj horror con i will you know i go to any convention but i like i like nj because i know ryan as a person he's a super nice guy um that's what and i enjoy his shows because i can walk around and not feel like this the whole time you know because some places you're jam-packed and when you outgrow a venue, it's time to look at other places, especially with the stars you're bringing in. My friend um, Jim, uh, he's just started recently going to conventions. And as soon as I told him Kiefer was going to be there, he immediately bought tickets and a pro photo op. And I'm like, dude, you I give you credit because you're going to be standing outside in that August heat, sweating your cojones off. Hopefully you'll have enough time to get an autograph from him because I'm sure his line's going to be long, you know. So, yep. but I enjoy NJ Horicon. Um, I mean, some people don't like it because it, you know, if like, yeah, the showboat has because it's the, in New Jersey. What's that? <laughs> because it's in New Jersey. <laughs> no, you know, because like people love Monster Mania because it's in the hotel. It's that laid back atmosphere. They had the it's rooms there. Too. They can, oh, much smaller. That's why like they also got their pennies in a bunch when uh, Monster Mania did Oaks PA. Oh, it's a convention center. There's no hotel. Dude, it's a nice What's the best venue. I've Heck been yeah. there. It's a good venue. It's a great venue. Yeah. I mean, Robert England's line was long, but it wasn't like taking up space anywhere else and Jared also, you could went... see where you were if you were going to be in it because yeah you know at monster mania you don't know you're just standing in a random spot you don't know where and yeah and, and if you're are. a vendor you're not your your table's not being blocked by the photo op station as jared had talked about in a previous episode but you know it's like i that's why i just i love the hard community but people get get their pennies in a bunch and harass you if you don't like what they like such as monster mania steel city con my gosh were they arguing with each other why <laughs> like sports teams. Of time. yeah <laughs> like jared and i were arguing last week about freddie versus jason although i didn't <laughs> i didn't bring my a game because i had a migraine and i could have been more vocal and animated but i'll still fight him tooth and nail about that how that's a shitty ass movie and <laughs> that's yeah. My guy made out all right. 
Oh, please. <laughs> so, but, uh, all right. So, um, guys, any horror movies you're looking forward to? What, that are coming out? Yeah, indie or Hollywood. That are already out? <laughs> well, Renfield's out on video on demand, so I might watch that tonight if I don't fall asleep. I want to check that out. Yeah, yeah. it looks funny. Nicholas Cage as Dracula. <laughs> Sign I, me up. Yeah, that's... Uh... And I love that I did see in the previews that they recreated the uh, some of the shots from the yes Bell Lugosi. So yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. that's that's actually really cool. Because before I was like, eh, I'll see it eventually. But actually, that was what kind of hooked me in. I'm like, okay, now I now I actually really want to see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And some of the other preview stuff was funny, where you know he's burned to a corpse, and Nicholas Holcomb was like, "Mass, you all right?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, that's one I'll check out. Uh, what else? I do. I kind of want to see the new Insidious because it's the original family, and now it's it's the original actors too. So the one kid's well, grown up. I can't believe he he. When I watched, because Jared watched the trailer before me, and I watched it like a couple of days later, and I'm like, man, do I feel old? Because the little kid's like an adult now. Yeah. Yeah, and Insidious is like Jared when like Jared likes the franchise, and that devil just creeps me out or whatever he is. Lipstick face demon. Lipstick yeah. face, yeah. Like yeah. all of them up. With the Tiny yeah. Tim music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, man. <laughs> you know, I have a funny story uh, that's, like, connected to Ins- Insidious or that actor, that child actor in particular. Um, when I was at uh, Bucks County Community College, I was taking a digital imaging class and was basically just working with Photoshop. But... <laughs> The instructor, she was like, uh, oh, my cousin was uh, on the red carpet for Black Panther. Uh, and and I was just like, who's your cousin? She's like, Ty Simpkins. I'm just like, oh, oh, from uh, Insidious and Jurassic World. Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And his uh, older sister, Ryan. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. There's always like, we always have like those six degrees of separation. Um, like, uh I was working on a film a couple of weeks ago with a guy who um, a couple, not just a guy, like, like a guy and like a couple actresses who are friends with Lauren Lavera from Terrifier 2. Oh, she's, she's very nice. A very nice yeah. person. Yeah. You're just like <laughs> the one actress Shelby was like, yeah, no, we went to acting school with her. And I'm like, are, are you kidding me? That's, that's cool. You know, it's funny because, um, uh, have you ever have you guys seen the fan film Never Hike Alone? Uh, uh, yeah, Never Hike Alone. The, uh, uh, I've Voorhees seen both movie? of them. Yeah. Okay, so uh, my friend Dave, who made his name was Jason, when COVID shut the production down. So what him and I did was we made like a twelve minute short called Seasons of the Huntsman, where Jason was the boogeyman. Uh, like they didn't call him like he was known as the Huntsman, and he's the boogeyman of the woods. But the cameraman for our picture we were we wanted him to watch never hike alone to kind of get an idea of the style of shooting we wanted and so we watched it and at the end when um uh kyle's in the ambulance there's the two medics the female <laughs> medic he that was his ex-girlfriend and i'm like what a small freaking world you know so it's always weird. It's always there's always someone always has a weird connection. Like, um, I went to school with the Gazandi twins, and their uncle or cousin is Vinny Guastafaro from Jason Lives. He played Deputy Rick. Wherever the red dot goes, you bang. You know, he was in the second um Pike Alone movie. He was, and you know, the only thing that I didn't like about the second one. He didn't have that Deputy Rick wisecracks, you know, <laughs> like he was more like a griddle, grizzled um, sheriff. Like I was expecting him to. Just Time has not the... been kind to him. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, guys. So the floor is yours. Please plug any social media accounts you have for night or your personal accounts. Uh, I'll give it to Nick if you want to go. Yeah. So like I said, um, I mean, if you want to, yeah, my, my personal one, NJ Evanike, which is N J E V A N Y K E. That's my personal one. But if uh, you want more um, updates for Labor Day, it's Labor Day Film 93. I had to add the 93 because apparently Labor Day Film was taken. <laughs> so I had to add the 93 at the end. Um, 
but uh, I also, yeah, check that for other updates of, uh, I'm going to be filming another movie this summer. Um, so that's going to be, that's going to be more, more comedic than it's going to be horror action and comedy. It's mostly going to be comedy, but that's, um, it's, uh, it's about, I'll just say it's about a demon. Okay. So that's well, if you need a demonologist consultant. We got one right there. Mr. Jared Haggerty. He's a uh, demonologist. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Pretty right. It's not that serious, but <laughs> <laughs> studied but not practiced. Gotcha. Yet. What about you, Taylor? Um I don't have much um because I don't even like I barely open Twitter anymore. I don't. Um, mm. But I use I use uh, Instagram, which is uh, Tad the Artist, which is just T A D the Artist. Um, and it, if you look it up, it's just a picture of tiny me. Oh, do you sell <laughs> your into your soul? Like, do you have like an Etsy store or anything? Do you sell your artwork online, or do you do commissions? Oh, I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Um, He's good at it. Oh, and um, I do want to plug um, retro release video because, mm -hmm. like I said, they're doing the distribution. Yeah. Um, for that, so definitely check them out. Or yeah, check them out. Um, check out uh, their website. Um, get some. You know, you want to go down retro lane. Get some. Like I said, and they're licensed VHS tapes too. So you know, it's like I know some people are doing that at like lunch meet and uh, what's the other one. Uh, broke broke horror fan with witter.com, you know, but retro release that retro release video that's um, who I'm you know distributing with, so that's another place to find out more information um, on how to watch and see Labor Day. All right, sounds great. Oh, and I'm gonna be at the NJ Horror Con vending in August. Nice, I'll be there because. They just announced two Friday the 13th alumni who I don't have yeah. autographs. Uh, I need someone to cosplay as Reggie the Reckless. Jared, do you want to get red sweatpants and <laughs> red hoodie and scream like a girl? I don't. I, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm hoping because they have him. Um, and who else did they announce? Why am I drawing a blank? Oh, who was it? I just saw it. Played uh, Violet. Oh, yeah. yeah Tiffany yeah, Helm. Yeah. I'm hoping they get Miguel Nunez as demon because that would be great. You know? he's cool. Oh, he's he's fantastic. I think he's, he's a vampire. He does that guy doesn't age. He's like so, I've seen. I saw him in that um, uh, horror noir documentary, um, and he seems charming as fuck. Like yeah, yeah. He's that. He's got a really cool personality, and I mean, he's been acting. I mean, as far back as, and I'm pretty sure it was before that, but he was in Return of the Living Dead early '80s. And, you know, he was in um, Leprechaun in, in Space. We don't really talk about oh, yeah, that. Yeah. But um, he was in uh, one of my favorite Jamie Street Kennedy Fighter. movies. He was in Street Fighter? Was, yeah. Who did he play? He was like one of Bison's main henchmen. Really? I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. The one, the, the one henchman that uh, had to go to the bathroom because of the enchiladas. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Oh yeah, he was a uh, he was Juana man. Oh yeah, he was. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, he, yeah. he was in um the Jamie Kennedy movie Kicking It Old School, the uh, breakdancing film. Oh yeah, uh, yes. I love that. I love that. I love that movie. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, again, thanks for coming on the show. It was fun talking with you, Nick. I'll be looking at for you at the uh, NJ Harcon in August. Um, I'm be dressed as Jason, of course. So walking around. Who? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> There's a lot of Jasons. Sadakis? Yeah. Uh, Jason Sadakis, Jason Statham. Jason and the Argonauts. Jason and the Argonauts. And uh, yeah, Jared, do you have any closing? Thoughts? I just thank you guys so much for coming on. It was a real blast to talk. Looking forward to seeing the movie. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, have to make sure you guys see it. Um, yeah, because that's. Yeah, I would, yeah, definitely have you guys see it and talk about it and yeah, for sure. say how much you didn't like it and how bad it was. Now. <laughs> well, we, we, you know, we're big supporters of the indies. You know, we, we yeah. want to support all the local, you know, filmmakers and other types of artists. So, you know, whenever we can get 
someone on to help them promote. That's what we do. Yeah. Th- and thank you for, for having me and yeah, you're welcome. Tanner and I on this was, this is a lot of fun. This is actually my yeah. first podcast. Oh, look at that. Yeah. You to see you too. <laughs> this is a, yeah. This is a lot of fun for me. So good. Good. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll be back and yeah, definitely. We, we know, we'll, we'd love to have you come back on, you know, after labor day's release, talk about that. And then we'll talk about the new movie you're working on. Yeah. New movie Calico. Calico. Oh. Coming out in October. Is it a queen? Is it about a killer uh, video game system? No. Okay. No, I forgot about that. How, <laughs> it's not, it's spelled different. So hopefully, okay. Trouble. Oh, there you go. Um, all you got to do is just change one letter. You'll be all right. I think Are it'll you? be fine anyway because it's a, the whole thing's a Coleco vision. So they can't yeah, see yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they can't. But it's about, um, uh, D, uh, I get possessed by a demon because I was supposed to take an incantation while. Uh, taking edibles and instead I uh, turn into a demon named nice Kate. I like oh, it there you go there you go yeah Taylor, I think I told you a little bit about it oh yeah yeah you showed me the original one. Oh yeah <laughs> that's another one I'm remaking I mean, basically I have a library of movies that I can just remake so I'll never have it'll be original for everyone else except me and my closest friends nice very cool all right Brian you got anything else uh no just that it was a great great episode as always uh again thank you for all the views on youtube with our friday 13th filming location and stay tuned because the next one's going to be bigger next bigger probably longer and uh, i don't know about longer there's less but more content more more information we'll add yeah more information yeah it's going to be a mixture of true crime and horror and paranormal and paranormal. Yeah, Where are we so going? Are Very weird. But guys, this has been the Horror Shed Podcast. We will see you next Monday. Goodbye. Halloween home.